Scaling your law firm doesn't have to be difficult. It's all about mastering a few key strategies, systems, and mindsets. Welcome to the Scalable Law Podcast, where we talk about how you can increase profit in your pocket and time in your calendar. My name is Carolee Fontanelli, and I have successfully scaled my firm so that it doesn't solely rely on me. Now I love teaching other law firm owners how to do the same. Let's transform your business starting now. Welcome to another episode of the Scalable Law Podcast. It is a great day. I hope that you are having a wonderful day wherever you are tuning in from. And today we are talking, of course, as always, all things scaling your law firm, making your law firm more successful so that you can have the life that you dreamed of when you first started your firm. That's what this is all about. I'm really, really passionate about it because I know that there's a badge of honor nearly that lawyers put on to say how hard they work and how stressful things are. And absolutely it can be, but it doesn't have to be like that. You are in a great profession that can provide an excellent income and a lot of freedom as well. You just have to set it up in the right way. So everything that we do is talking about how to get things set up in a way that can really assist you moving forward into the future. And remember, With your law firm, whether you are new in your firm or whether you're like me and you've been in your firm for 10 years, it is a journey and it's an ongoing journey that you are in until either you sell it or you close it. And I hope that you don't have to close it. I hope that selling it is definitely a way to go for you because that means you've created an asset that can, you know, give you something more in the future. And that's the plan, right? But in the meantime, how do you make it? even better? What are some of the things that you can do? So I wanted to share with you um, something that I've recently invested in in this last year. And the opportunity came about for us to invest in this because we employed a new solicitor who was actually a previous solicitor that we had working for us. She went away um, to another firm and then she's returned to us. And when we got her back, we didn't really have any files for her. So I employed her with the it in mind that she was going to be an investment. And I thought, what am I going to do with her while we're building her file load? And I had the perfect thing to do with her while she was building up a new file load. And it's a job that has been on our list for a really long time because it's a pain in the ass that we have these inefficiencies in our firm. And that inefficiency was having a messy, untidy, crazy, all over the place precedent bank. Now, as lawyers, we mostly, we rely on precedents and documents because there's lots of tasks that we do repeatedly again and again and again. And it's much easier when you have to whip out that correspondence that you've already written 50 times before, much easier to pull it out on a precedent. Now, lots of firms rely on precedent banks that are um, pre-collected, like, you know, it might be on Leap or Clio or Smokeball um, on a practice management system. 
and or they rely on their own bank, which has been collated from all kinds of different places, um, past law firms that people have worked for, um, you know, whatever it might be. Now, having a law firm that's been up and running for 10 plus years, um, my firm's actually been going since 2008, but not properly as it is now as a family law practice only since 2012. And, you know, we have had a lot of different lawyers come and go over the years. We've had a lot of different people putting their two cents in, in the precedent bank. Um, and it's, you know, out of date and it's messy um, and it's hard to find things and quite frankly, very, very inefficient for our lawyers. So it's been something that I've been wanting to do for such a long time, at, but I haven't had time to do it. Um, nor really the inclination, to be honest. And I've tried to motivate admin team to help us with it. But what I realized is that it's really an, an expert needed to do it, a really experienced, excellent lawyer needed to do it because it's about actually also creating new documents, bringing old documents up to date, ensuring that the, you know, what we're, because um, we've had a whole lot of rule changes, for example, you know, making sure that all of that is as up to date and as um, good as it can be for 2023. So um, what we did is we had her work on the precedent bank for four weeks, but it turned into eight weeks. It was eight weeks of full-time work, no kidding, to create us an incredible precedent bank for family law. So we have got our own, very, very own precedent bank that is clean, that is tidy, that is efficient, that is up to date, that has every possible amazing, incredible document that we, we might ever want, as well as, you know, a whole lot of um, clauses for orders and all sorts of things like that. So it's been an amazing investment, but a lot of work, as you can imagine. So the reason that we've done it and I really wanted to do it is I want us to be as efficient as possible. Our lawyers have five hours of billables to do a day, but if they're spending an hour trying to fish through things and find things and work things out, that's wasted time right for them and it brings inefficiencies and it costs the firm money. So while it cost a lot of time and effort and salary for her to get this precedent bank up and running and cleaned. Um, it's also a huge investment for the future of the firm because what it means is that our lawyers can be a lot more efficient. Uh, they can produce incredible work because the documents are up to date and I'm not relying on them to have their input the documents are exactly as we need them to be. There is then no risk or error in terms of, you know, making sure that we're giving the right advice because it's all the rules are up to date, the legislation's up to date, all of that kind of thing. So yes, it's been an excellent, um, excellent thing to do. And if you have a smaller firm, I encourage you to um, do this on the regular so that it doesn't get out of date like ours did and messy like ours did. You know, maybe have one person in the firm where it is their role to update it every quarter, for example, um, or every month to spend an hour or two 
in the precedent bank. And I really encourage you as well to rely on your own precedents rather than relying on um, precedents that are in, say, smoke ball or in lethal packages or by lawyers or whatever it might be. Um, because, you know, you're then going to, you know, uh, make sure that it's exactly as you want it. Sometimes those precedents that we find in those precedent banks that you purchase, they're just not as um, quality maybe as you might like. And when we're training juniors and all of that kind of stuff, to be able to give them a precedent bank to work from that is incredible, just up levels uh, their skill, up levels what you're producing as a firm. And, you know, as you grow, for example, you shouldn't be needing to, for example, uh, cross-check every single person's work and settle every single person's work. I haven't done that for a lot of years now. I rely on my senior lawyers to do that. I trust them because they're excellent lawyers and um, with a great precedent bank like what we've now got, um, it's even easier and better because you know exactly what they're producing um, and how it's going out. So the other thing that we've done with the precedent bank, and, and we've actually done this previously as well, and it's important when you have a team, not so much when you're on your own, but when you have a team, different people like different fonts, different spacing, different headings, different all of that kind of stuff. So along with our precedent bank, we've created um, a a style guide as to this is how we do it at our firm. So what that means is that when we're producing work, it's going out the same to everyone um, rather than one lawyer producing it this way, another lawyer producing it that way. Um, We have a set tone of how we deal with things, how we acknowledge people, how we do our spacing, how our font is and all of that sort of stuff. This is how you can have control of your firm and control of the work being produced without micromanaging people. It's so important. No one likes to be micromanaged, but they're actually okay with having a guide. This is our templated guide on how we produce work. These are our precedents. These are the ones that we are using. These are up to date. So, um, yes, so really today the podcast has really been about, um, one, please update your precedent bank on the regular. Don't do what I did and leave it for 10 years until it's just such a mess. You know what it was like? It was like I had a wardrobe full of clothes that didn't fit, that were wrong, that were out of date, that were ugly, like 10 years worth of clothes that I'd never cleaned out. And so then when we had to clean it out, we literally had to throw the whole lot out and start again. Um, And it would have been much easier if we'd got onto this much earlier and we'd made it a practice, a best practice to keep that precedent bank up to date. Now, when it's just you, you often run things from your head. You know where things are and you, you know, but remember, it's not always going to be you. So set your business up now as if you are growing a team, even if you haven't started that yet. It will make all the difference when your team actually does start growing and coming on board. And these really are best practices. And I'm only sharing this with you because I have um, allowed not best practices. What would you call those? 
I don't know, worst practices <laughs> creep in. And, um, you know, when that then happens, it then becomes a much larger investment to fix it all up. But if you're like me and you've done the same, um, I am telling you it's very much worthwhile if you have the opportunity to do so, spending the time and the investment on getting a new precedent bank all up and running. We're very proud of our precedent bank now and how incredible it is and how efficient the team is because they literally can just find things very easily. It's all up to date. They don't have to fiddle around with it. Um, and we can just whip work out like this, which is awesome. So yes, precedent banks, clean them up, keep them up to date, um, take pride in all of that because at the end of the day, it will serve you very, very well in many, many ways. So I hope that you've enjoyed this podcast. Um, this was just a very quick one. I wanted to talk to you about that because it's something that has been worked on and we've spent a lot of time on it in our firm. So I hope you um, enjoy the rest of the week and we will be tuning back in again next week. Bye for now. Thank you for listening to the Scalable Law Podcast brought to you by the Scalable Business Lounge. If you would love to know how you can get more clients without relying on referrals, head over to scalablelaw.com to watch my free masterclass. Until next time, you have got this. Oh,